Saturday, 2nd of December, 2023. Maybe today. Then he said, The God of our fathers has chosen you that you should know his will and see the just one and hear the voice of his mouth. Acts 22 verse 14. The Greek reads, And he said, The God of our fathers has before handed you to know his will and to see the just and to hear the voice from his mouth. CG. Paul's sight was just restored at the word of the Lord through Ananias. Now Ananias will speak again in order to explain to Paul his commission. That begins with a statement concerning his calling. This is detailed to the crowd, beginning with, And he said. He is referring to Ananias. Paul makes note of the divine appointment given through this Jew who was in good standing in regard to the law. The exact words of Ananias begin with, the God of our fathers. The meaning of the God of our fathers is obvious. He is Jehovah, the one true God. Paul has been selected to know his will. Understanding that in verse 3, he said, I am indeed a Jew born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, taught according to the strictness of our father's law, and was zealous towards God as you all are today. This statement by Ananias is all the more astonishing. How could someone brought up in the strictness of our father's law not know his will? Wasn't it written down for all to know? How much more this man? And yet, he obviously was completely clueless as to what the will of God was. This is an obvious conclusion because of his encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus, his blindness, and now his forthcoming instruction. As for this will, Ananias is next noted to have said that their God has before handed you. The word is prosheh irizo. It was first used in Acts 3.20 and it will be seen one more time in Acts 26.16. It comes from pro, before, and sheir, hand. Thus it is literally before handed, meaning divinely handpicked in advance. The pulpit commentary notes, quote, In classical Greek, it means mostly to get anything ready beforehand. End quote. The words bring to mind the calling of Jeremiah. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah 1, 4 and 5. What was said to Jeremiah is summed up in this word, translated as beforehanded. Paul's calling was to know his will. Paul's pre-selection was to know the will of the Lord. Again, it obviously meant that he did not know this will. Therefore, his persecution of believers was not in accord with the will of the Lord. Ananias was sent first to begin to set this straight. Eventually, Paul would personally receive revelation from the Lord, Galatians 1-2, but this was a necessary first step in preparing him for that. This explains why Paul quite often opened his letters stating that he was an apostle according to the will of God. He does this in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 1, 2 Corinthians 1 verse 1, Ephesians 1 verse 1, and Colossians 1 verse 1. Ephesians 1 1 to 11 actually gives an entire commentary on this. Next, Ananias says, 
and to see the just. This term, the just, comes from an adjective, bikaios. It means correct, righteous, innocent, etc. Being prefixed by an article and without any other words to further qualify it, the meaning is a single individual who embodies what the adjective signifies. It is a term that any Jew would have understood as referring to the Messiah. Many Old Testament passages would have immediately flooded their minds, such as Psalm 2, Isaiah 11.15, Isaiah 53.11, etc. The words of Ananias continue, saying, And to hear the voice from his mouth. It is a phrase that carries great weight. To hear the voice from his mouth meant that Paul was being granted a prophetic office. If his words to the crowd were true, and they could be verified by Ananias if he was still alive, Paul was being given a commission that raised him to the level of any true prophet of Israel. His words would carry the same weight and effect as those of their own scriptures. Paul was not being called to do another thing than the other selected apostles, but to carry the same word of the Lord to another group of people making understandable to them what God was doing in and through Israel. That will be seen in the next verses. Life Application There is one prophetic plan that is being worked out in redemptive history. It is being developed in various steps. The Mosaic Covenant was one step that was replaced by the New Covenant. Gentile inclusion in the New Covenant was to be a part of that plan, not something separate from it. Israel's rejection of Jesus was known by God before it happened. During their time of rejection, God has been working out his new covenant through a Gentile-led church. But it is still the same covenant that will be continued through the Jews at a future point. This is completely certain because Paul, writing to the Gentiles, appeals to the new covenant in 1 Corinthians 11. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, this do as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. 1 Corinthians 11, 23-25 Watch out for heretical doctrines that attempt to separate what God is doing for the Jews and for the Gentiles. There is one new covenant. The nation of Israel has temporarily rejected the offer. But because of his faithfulness to his covenant promises, they too will be brought into the new covenant someday. In the meantime, any Jew or Gentile can come into the new covenant in exactly the same way. That Israel, the nation, will be given this opportunity is explicitly stated in Hebrews 9.15. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. Hold fast to what is sound and proper. The new covenant is one thing. It was given to the house of Israel and the house of Judah, as noted in Jeremiah 31, 31 and Hebrews 8, 8. They will be brought into it in due time. Until then, 
The one and only gospel is currently going forth to any individual who will receive it. O oh God, your faithfulness is everlasting. What concern should we have that you would ever not fulfill every word you have spoken forth? Rather, we can read your word and know with absolute surety that you will perform as you have spoken. Praises be to you, our great and faithful Lord. Amen.